Hey everybody, it's Humphreys. Welcome to the Flalilonga podcast. We hope by the end of this presentation, you'll be encouraged to take your next right step in your walk with Jesus. Enjoy. Hey Flood, uh, wherever you might be, it's so good that we could be together today. Um, yeah, you're with me, Humphreys, and this is Kate, uh, my wife. Uh, and today, just in light of... Um, what's happening in the world uh yeah i just wanted to talk about uh in you know justice mm. and and how god wants us to to face the injustices around us mm. um and uh, today i was going to be launching in a new series but actually i've postponed that to next week so today we're just doing a standalone message out of mike micah uh micah chapter 6 verse 8 and we're going to be just talking about how god wants us to mm. uh, to to love mercy mm-hmm. uh, and that uh, we when we are in fa- face when we come face to face with injustices how do we respond as believers mm. and i just feel like for us as a community at flood church where we are a very diverse community and and thank god for that mm. um and i feel like us being a very diverse community we actually have a great opportunity uh to respond um mm. You know, to the injustices uh, that are around us, because we have people from all kinds of backgrounds, people of different races, uh, people from uh, life in uh, different life experiences, and mm-hmm. and I think that gives us an opportunity as a church uh, to respond uh, to what's going on, uh, but also above all as Christians, as believers, uh, because God has. Um, you know, a place, you know, for all of us, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, God has a space for all of us and that mm-hmm. we can respond uh, to the things that happen around us. And just thinking about some injustices that happen around us. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe we can just mention a few injustices happening around us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have, you know, the abuse of women yeah. um, as an injustice uh, yeah. where people speak to women unkindly and, and abuse uh, mm-hmm. women. Uh, gender-based violence is yeah. big. Yep, there's child slave labor is another one of children being used uh, yeah. for labor rather than give, being given education. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's an injustice that's happening. I also mm-hmm. had just a horrible stories of kids being abused sexually as well mm-hmm. uh, by relatives. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, people that they trust and uh, abusing uh, girls and kids. Yeah. Um, it's such a shame and sad uh, to yeah. hear. Or see around us, uh, racism. Racism is uh, mm-hmm. is, is an injustice, uh, either white and black racism or vice versa, uh, or you know a- Asian and African uh, racism uh, or vice versa. That ha- quite ha- does happen yeah. uh, a lot, and that's an injustice. Yeah. Um, the abuse of uh, you know people people with disabilities. Mm. Um, that that is an injustice that happens around us. Even mm. the abuse of. Um, the vulnerable. Mm. Uh, there are people that would um, not pay workers' right uh, mm-hmm. just because they know they would not go anywhere. They have nowhere else to go. Yeah. Uh, or maybe just like, uh, you know, just uh, irretreating workers mm. and people that work for them because they know they're vulnerable. They'll never go anywhere. Mm. Uh, this is the, the one thing that they have and that, you know, those are injustices. Can yeah. you think of anything else? Maybe just human trafficking is another one. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. It's all over the world where yeah. humans are trafficked for money. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's a lot of injustices and, and how do you respond uh, to it? And mm. I feel like when it comes to responding to injustices, uh, we have a few uh, things that, 
uh, or maybe I would say temptations that we fall into. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think mainly I can think of two main temptations that you tend to fall into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the first temptation is just being unbothered, uh, where mm-hmm. you, uh, you are saying, this is not my problem and therefore it doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. You know, I am unbothered. Uh, and you can be unbothered just because, you know, things are good with you. So you're saying mm-hmm. as long as things are good with me, then... Uh, you know what the heck this doesn't mm. bother me at all mm. uh, it's not my problem uh, and, and sometimes you can be unbothered just because you're dismissing the pain of other people isn't it yeah true uh, like just you you're not uh, considering the depth of the pain that the people are going through or you mm-hmm. think like this is not there's nothing to really worry about yeah. uh, and you can be unbothered uh, because of that mm-hmm. uh, but also you can uh, actually be unbothered when you begin to feel like this problem is too overwhelming mm-hmm. uh, and this is too overwhelming uh, you know even if I would do anything I think my efforts are nothing yeah, yeah. Uh, it can happen like that isn't it yeah uh, when you feel like you know what I there's nothing that I could do about it mm-hmm. so you so the first temptation is to just not be bothered because yeah. of those reasons yeah uh, and the the second temptation is of fear. Mm. Uh, you know, when you are afraid, uh, and uh, people when we come when people come face to face with injustices, you can easily uh, be afraid. Um, mm. And I know personally, one of the things that I'm afraid of is just uh, uh, afraid of uh, getting emotionally involved. Mm. Uh, you know, I don't want to feel. I don't want to feel uh, mm. because I know when I face it, I will feel. Mm. Uh, you know, with all of the feelings that come with feeling when somebody else is being oppressed and feeling yeah. for them, and yeah. I just don't want to get emotionally involved. Yeah. Uh, and I remember actually this uh, to be what happened with me when. Um, yeah, another injustice that I failed to mention was the killing of persons with albinism, which mm. has been happening in Malawi. Um, but yeah, I remember when we were faced with that issue last year with the killing of persons with albinism. Uh, it took me a while to talk on it. It took me a while to speak about it just because mm. I was just afraid to feel. Mm. You know, I was like, oh, when you get involved, you feel it. You know, mm. So mm-hmm. sometimes we can be afraid uh, to feel. Um, and sometimes we can be afraid to mourn. Mm. Um, do you want to say anything about that? Yeah, I think a sign for me that I am either feeling indifferent or I'm feeling afraid is when I'm seeing it in media and I'm wanting to quickly move away from it. So yeah. I can move to like something funny or silly or yeah. mindless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're yeah. often signs for me that uh, there is something there that I should actually spend more time dwelling yeah. on. Yeah, 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 totally, yeah. yeah. And yeah, so we could be afraid to, to, to mourn it because when, when you get involved in some sort of, uh, you know, facing an injustice, what happens is that you will be exposed to the depth of the ugliness of the sin in mm. it. Uh, and therefore you, you will mourn. And sometimes you're like, oh, no, I don't want to get involved because uh, mm. I, I will mourn the sin. I will see the ugliness of it. Mm. Um, so yeah, you can be afraid. And sometimes you can be afraid because you are afraid to take a responsibility, mm. you know, because when you start caring uh, for what people are going through, when you start paying attention to it, uh, mm. you know, it's going to force you into action. Mm. Uh, so you are like, I don't want to have that action. I don't want to face the responsibility that will come with it. Because mm. when I start talking about it, mm. when I start, uh, you know, tackling this problem, it means I have this responsibility on me. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long this will go. And mm. therefore you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to touch it at all. Yeah. Um, and another another thing, uh, another thing that I'm afraid of is just like uh, when you get involved 
uh, in fighting an injustice. Um, it tends to expose your own uh, sin. Mm. It tends to expose your own sin. Mm. Um, and what happens is that when you, you know, when you get in it, uh, you realize that even you yourself have your own baggage. You yourself mm. uh, are messed up and, uh, and mm. you're wondering, oh, no, I didn't know. I actually myself had this problem. This mm. is how I was contributing to the problem. Yeah. Uh, so when you face an injustice, it's going to expose uh, a sin in you as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And therefore, because of these things, because you're afraid to mourn, because you're afraid uh, to face the sin in you, because you're afraid to get emotionally involved, because you're afraid to get responsibility, therefore you're like, I don't want to get involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be a part of it. But today we're just going to look at how God wants us to respond when we come face to face with an injustice. Yeah. Um, so let me pray and then we're going to just read a scripture together. Uh, Jesus, we thank you. We bless you for you are good. And uh, I pray, God, that you would uh, help us, God, as we um, as we are talking uh, about justice and how you want us to respond when we come face to face with injustices. I ask God for your spirit uh, to captivate our hearts so that we can listen. We can follow uh, you where you lead us. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, yeah, so, so we're going to be reading Micah. Uh, Micah chapter 6, uh, verses 8. So, Kit, do you want to read that cool. scripture? Yeah, let me read it. It says, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, to act justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and like I think one of the things that come out from that passage that I really love uh, or actually maybe find challenging is that he says he has shown you, uh, oh man, what is good. Mm. So it's, you know, this passage is talking to you, it's talking to me. Mm. He has shown you, he has shown you uh, what is good. And I think like I often feel like when it comes to uh, facing injustices, I mm. often feel like it's a responsibility of the powerful or, or yeah. someone else uh but actually this is saying you know you yeah. uh and and it's saying you know this is the action that you should have yeah. uh, this is the attitude that you should have this yeah. is uh you know the affection or the feeling that you should have yeah. so it just kind of tells us how we should um you know act and how we should be isn't yeah. it yeah definitely uh, and it's for us yeah the other reason i find this passage really significant for me is i think as you spoke about the feeling fear or indifference i think one of my fears is how do i respond what if i respond badly yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and so the question that's really deep for me is what is good yeah. What is a good way yeah, yeah. for us to respond to injustice? Yeah. And this passage yeah. begins by telling us yeah. that God has shown us what is good. Yeah. That he is good and he yeah. has shown us what is good. He yeah. can answer that question. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And yeah, and, and that reality that what is good, God has already shown us, mm. you know, what is good. Uh, and for us as believers, we know uh, we have, you know, two commandments, uh, you know, um, which says, love your God with all of your heart, your mind and strength, but also love your neighbor as you love yourself. So we know what is good uh, that God has shown us. And therefore, mm. what does God require of us? Uh, as I mm. say that, 
when we have when we come face to face with an injustice we can either be unbothered or we can be afraid mm. uh but what does god require of you yep. and what god requires of us is these three things yep. there's an action that he requires from us yep. an affection that he requires from us and an attitude yep. that he requires from us and the yep. first thing he says act justly yeah. isn't it so that's our action that let's have our action yeah yeah, yeah, yeah our yeah. action is to act uh, <laughs> justly and yeah. um i think just to start off with that is that uh, acting uh, when, when the scripture is saying you act justly or you do uh, you know that which is right mm-hmm. you know so it is putting the responsibility on you mm-hmm. uh this is saying you know what the uh, we cannot control how people will act towards us mm. but we can control how we act towards them mm. and that the way our actions uh can be uh that of justice that yeah. we you know we act and we do uh yeah. justly and this this means there's intentionality isn't mm-hmm. it uh, there's intentionality in doing um mm-hmm. that if you're going to do something if you're going to do something right you got to mm. be intentional about it mm. uh so god is saying to you god is saying to me that you know what uh because we know what is good when you come face to face with an injustice mm. you have to do justly you have to be intentional and act uh, justly so mm-hmm. we just don't um for us uh we don't have the luxury of just uh, waiting for somebody else to act yeah. Yeah. you know uh, justly we don't have the luxury of just waiting for someone else to come in and remove the injustice yeah. uh but where you are at right now god says do do what is right yeah yeah do what is right in that moment in that season in your world wherever yeah. you are you know do yeah. what is right and that could look differently for different people Definitely. isn't it yeah yeah uh, but yeah but wherever you're sitting uh you know act do what is right mm-hmm. uh and then also uh, it just talks about like uh, you know how this is acting justly just means how we are uh, doing right uh you know by others uh, mm. and how we living right by others mm. Um so whether you might be at home or wherever you might be uh think about your world you know what injustices uh, around you it could be some of the things that we talked about but it could be some things that you uh you notice around you and mm-hmm. you know and you know this is you know this is an injustice right yep. now um you know we've got to do right uh and and I think with this is um people also have to start where we're at yeah isn't it mm-hmm. we need to start in our home we need to start where we're at yeah. uh that we are not um before you go out facing uh, or doing things right that are just towards the wider world in a mm. way in a sense mm. uh look around you are you living right are you doing uh, right by those around you mm. you know are you are, are you acting justly towards those that are close to you your family members uh, mm-hmm. are you acting justly towards your mom um mm-hmm. uh, are you acting justly towards your father uh, how about your uncle how about your brother how about your sister are you doing right are you acting rightly uh, mm-hmm. and doing justice and uh, and treating people fairly mm-hmm. are you doing that mm. and uh talking about uh you know acting justly i think one of the things that um you know people talk about is um Oh but Jesus Christ demands uh, says that we're going to be persecuted mm-hmm. uh, and therefore uh, we should not defend ourselves. Mm. And I think that's very true. Um and I I find kind of this it's more of like a conundrum in scripture mm. uh whereby scripture tells us that you know we're going to um 
come face to face with the injustices that are uh, towards us. Mm. Uh, and when you come, uh, you know, face to face with injustices towards you, uh, like, for example, persecution. You know, persecution mm. is you being treated unfairly. Mm. Um, and, you know, you're going to come face to face with that. And uh, scripture would call you to look weak, mm. you know, in a way to not retaliate or, mm. or like, you know, uh, respond with uh, evil, you know. Uh, but... Uh, you know, with that, you've got to believe uh, that when you're facing with an injustice yourself, you've got to believe that God is the one that can defend you and God is your defender. Uh, however, the other conundrum is that when your neighbor is, is uh, facing an injustice, uh, that you need to stand up for them. Mm. Uh, so in other words, to just kind of summarize what I'm trying to say is this. When you are faced with an injustice, trust that God is your defender. Mm. But when your neighbor faces an injustice, uh, trust that God has put you, he wants to use you as the one that's going to defend uh, the neighbor. And what mm. that means is that God is wanting to use you. God is wanting to use you, uh, you know, to... To be, to be a rescue to your neighbor. Mm. Uh, so when you see an injustice around you, you've got to stand up. You've got to face it. You've got to be willing to get involved because you believe and you trust that God says, I should do uh, justice. I should mm. act justly right now. Mm. And because God wants me to act justly, I will respond and stand up for my neighbor. Mm. Uh, but when you're facing with your own, when people retreat you, uh, you say, you know, God is the one who will defend me. Mm. And us being a community, our hope is that we can be standing for each other. Mm. And the reason that is, the reason uh, is that because when you're facing an injustice, um, you feel helpless, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. When you're facing an injustice, you feel helpless. When you're facing an injustice, you feel like, um, uh, you know, what can I do? You know, uh, there's nothing that I can do. And then when somebody comes in and stands with you mm. in that situation or stands on your behalf, uh, that is a rescue from God for you. Mm. Um, so, so we've got to be that. We've got to be the person that will stand and, and bring the rescue of God in people's lives, mm. uh, wherever you might, we might be. So start where you're at and do um, mm -hmm. uh, what, that which is just. Yep. So that's the first uh, directive we're given to act. Yeah justly uh, but it goes on to say to love mercy yeah and to walk humbly with our god and what i love about it is uh, the action that we're given is really clear there it is to act but we're told how yeah as well and that's by loving mercy so this is the affection as humphrey said the affection that's required of us and i think what this means is this is about the manner with yeah. which we act uh, so the example I could give maybe is if I said to Humphreys, There's, your brother over there doesn't have a scarf, uh, why don't you act by sharing your scarf with him? Humphreys could take his scarf off and throw it in that brother's face. And he might have acted yeah. justly, but that wasn't with kindness. Yeah. That wouldn't have demonstrated maybe loving mercy. And what mercy is, is not giving somebody what they deserve. And the like perfect example of mercy we have is what Jesus has done for us. Yeah. Jesus shows us mercy every day because what we deserve yes. is we don't deserve his goodness. We don't deserve his forgiveness. We don't deserve the kindness of God, yet he shows it to us over and over again. So we can love, the, love mercy because of what God has done for us. Yeah. And therefore that can dictate how we act towards others and I think when we love mercy uh, when we love what Jesus has done for us 
we see ourselves uh, in our standing with him truly. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. see that we aren't deserving of his kindness and mercy. Yeah, yeah. But it is him who offers yeah. kindness and mercy to us. We are sinful. He is God, but he yeah. is kind yeah. and merciful towards yeah. us. Yeah, and, and that's really, um, it's really amazing that that passage says you've got to love it. You've got to mm. love mercy. You've got to mm. love kindness. Um, and um, I, I think for me, what I found challenging uh, probably this week as we've been talking about this um, is that, uh, you know, you can either hear the cry uh, of your neighbor uh, as noise mm. or you can hear it as a call. Uh, for you to respond uh, with mercy and yeah, kindness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we, we have a two-month-year-old uh, baby, uh, and, um, you know, she, if she cries in the night or wherever it might be, mm. uh, we could see that as a, as a disturbance. The noise is just like, oh, come on, we, we're watching something, mm. you know. Or we can actually stand up and, and see what's actually happening, what's mm. causing the pain yeah, yeah. and what's going on. Uh, so instead of you... You know, uh, just looking at the cries of people as the noise that disturbs your comfort, mm. uh, you need to be willing uh, to actually pay attention to why they're crying, mm. you know, why, mm-hmm. why the pain. And, and the thing that can get you closer uh, to see what, why the pain, uh, why they're crying is mercy, mm. uh, you know, is mercy. So mercy kind of like helps us see people as people mm-hmm. uh, not, uh, you know, just seeing the noise they're producing, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, definitely, because mercy reminds us that uh, God sees us yeah. uh, as people. He yeah. sees us as his beloved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, yeah. Uh, we can follow his example yeah. to do so and love mercy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, love mercy. And then yeah. lastly, we're told to walk humbly with our God. Mm. Uh, and so this is the attitude yeah. that God requires of us as we act justly yeah. and as we love mercy Uh, And to walk humbly with our God. I love the quote that talks about humility isn't uh, thinking about ourselves less. It's not thinking less of ourselves, Mm -hmm. but it's about thinking um, about ourselves less. So we're not viewing ourselves as lower. Uh, We're not demeaning ourselves necessarily. We're just thinking more about others than what we think about ourselves. Uh, It reminds us that we have to serve those around us. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah. an attitude of humility uh, shows us that it's God who's first in control. It's God who we should yeah. think about yeah. the most. Uh, uh, walking humbly with our God reminds us that the interests of others is more important than our own interests. Yeah. yeah. And actually, yeah. when we think less about ourselves, it gives us yeah. more time to be concerned with and aware of the interests and need yeah. of those around us. Yeah. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah, and and I think humility is very very important. So when you are, uh, you know, seeking justice, uh, yeah, you've got to love mercy, but also you've got to do it in mm-hmm. with a heart of humility. And just because, uh, when you're doing something with a heart of humility, um, especially in this area, uh, we are being reminded of our own sinful nature as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you're facing uh, an injustice and um, the we tend to create the monstrous attitude, you know, towards those that are doing the injustice, isn't it? Mm. Um, and therefore, we can only see 
uh, just the evil in them, mm. but uh, us being unwilling to face the evil in us. Yeah. Um, and probably just going back to mercy, this is where mercy and humility are very important uh, because uh, when you are acting, uh, you know, not with kindness, mm. you can kind of like, begin to do the very same thing you're fighting yeah. isn't it um whereby you're you know retaliating injustice with another injustice mm. uh but god wants us to love to, to be merciful but also to mm-hmm. do that with humility and when you're doing it with humility uh you're gonna see that myself i also have my own uh you know yeah. Uh, sins and that I need to face yep. uh, you will pay attention to your own prejudices because you will yeah. say you know what before I go in and um, uh, you know, confront that person mm-hmm. uh, what, I'm, what is my own contribution towards this yeah. uh, you know and um, especially in this season, you know, with even with like uh, Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and all those injustices that we have talked about, uh, you know, they bring out these prejudice, prejudices that we have in mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when you're doing it with humility, you're going to be willing to face it. You're going to mm-hmm. be willing to look into your own soul. Uh, this just means that when you're going to, uh, you know, do do just uh, do justly uh, love mercy and walk humbly with God with your God. It just means that there will be uncomfortability. Mm-hmm. This is not comfortable at all. This is absolutely uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but God is calling us to go in that uncomfortable space yeah. and and do that. Uh, so get involved. Uh, do that with uh, a merciful heart, but also with a humble heart. Uh, and and doing it with a humble heart just means you're gonna look into your own soul. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and see where what is it that God wants me to change, you know, in my in me, yep. in myself, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and and uh, before we continue, as we are talking about this, um, we are hoping that this could be a conversation that we we are starting. Mm-hmm. Um, so feel free to contribute to it. You know, feel free to tell us your thoughts of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, how yourself struggle with it, or what are you doing, and what's yeah. happening around you. Would love to. To hear thoughts on that, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but just let's just talk about you know some practical things that people could do. Like how can we respond to this? Yep. So yeah. we have four practical responses yeah. that we want to encourage you to think about and do. Yeah. Uh, this week, starting this week, but going forward, and all four start with the letter P. Mm-hmm. Conveniently, mm-hmm. Uh, so the very first one is to recognize your own privilege. Uh, And I would challenge you that if your first response is, well, I don't have privilege, then you need to think again, because I actually think we all are afforded a level of privilege. Uh, And when we identify the privilege that we all have, it first gives us thankful hearts, uh, because we see it as a privilege, and privilege means that it's a gift, really. Uh, Also, it teaches us, it highlights to us what we have to serve. Yeah. Um, others with and it gives us it helps us to be best positioned to yeah. not be neglectful of others yeah when we're unaware of our privilege we're at a great danger of being neglectful yeah or abusive of those around us yeah absolutely so we've got to pay attention to the privilege that we have yeah um and, and the, the other thing that we've got to think about uh is uh, proximity yeah you know, proximity yeah. and proximity just means getting closer you yep. know, to, to, to the people, yep. uh, getting closer to where the, the suffering is happening, to yep. where the injustice uh, is happening. And this is very key 
because when you're just in your own world you're gonna be comfortable and you're gonna do what's comfortable mm. when you hang out with people that just uh, look like you when you yeah. hang out with people that speak like you smell like you do stuff like you mm. then you will just do what's comfortable yeah uh, and uh, you're gonna have all kinds of prejudices towards the people that are there yes. um, and all kinds of ideas that you're gonna have mm. uh, but you gotta get closer to people so that you hear their story so yep. get a closer uh, to the kids that are being abused. Get closer uh, to the persons with urbanism. Get closer to the women uh, that are facing injustices, to mm. the men that are facing injustices. Mm. Get closer to the people that are being vulnerable, you know, mm -hmm. people with disability. Get close to them. Hear their stories. See mm -hmm. what's happening. Uh, because in the end, this is what Jesus does for us, yep. isn't it? Uh, it is. When Jesus Christ comes in uh, to be one with us, mm -hmm. uh, this is what we call the incarnation. When God came to be among us and mm. to be with us mm. uh, and to become like us. Mm. Uh, and, you know, when you get closer to people, you, you begin to understand what's really, really happening. So even if you don't get it, uh, you know, even if you don't understand it, hey, guys, um, get there, ask questions, you know, feel free to ask questions, yeah. learn what's going on, learn what's happening. So proximity is very, very important when you're fighting injustices, uh, because when you're just fighting it from afar, you will make all kinds of mistakes. And this doesn't mean you're not going to make mistakes, but you will not understand what's really happening yep. or you will not even get involved at all. Yep. So proximity is very, very important. Definitely. I think yeah. another one is prayer. Mm. Uh, it's very difficult for us to love mercy yeah. and to be humble before God if we don't have prayer yeah. in our lives. It's yeah. through prayer that we're able to build a thankful heart, that yeah. we're able to know what Jesus has done for us, that we're able to know Jesus yeah. himself. I also think that uh, acknowledging in our humility that God is God means that we commit to praying to him yeah. for those who are oppressed or facing injustice. Yeah. Uh, so prayer is absolutely key for our response to injustice. Yeah, and I think also with, with prayer, um, it also just you recognize that um, you know God is the one that changes hearts yeah. uh, God is the one that changes lives and therefore mm -hmm. uh, we will lift the people to God yeah uh, but also God is the one that brings the deepest of comfort you know yeah. so God will comfort those that are going through a hard time but also God will change those uh, that are you know acting unjustly towards yeah. you know those, uh, towards other people yeah uh, so therefore you you pray uh, you recognize yeah. your own uh in a inability to change hearts and you rely on god you mm. say you know what i will do my part so mm. that god can do his part isn't it yeah um and so the, so yeah so you take part uh you you do the action but also you want god to get involved you want god to do his part mm. uh and you rely on him to act definitely yeah yeah what's the last one the last one is to practice mm. uh, and this means that we need to do our part yeah in fighting injustice it doesn't even mean that we need to do it all yeah but it means we need to do our part yeah and, and i think what that means is, is also like just doing your part it means that you will not be able to fight every single injustice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're never going to be able to attack every single injustice around you. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think probably this is where uh, for, 
you know, for some of us are afraid to get involved because we are mm. like, you know, it's just too overwhelming. There's just a lot of injustices around us and therefore I'm not going to get involved. Yeah. Uh, but actually, you know, just do for one person, you yeah. know, just do, just act justly towards one person. Yeah, and yeah. that's very important. Uh, so you're not going to be able to face every single injustice. You're never going to be able to, to tackle it all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, what bothers you could be different from what bothers another person. What yeah, yeah. makes an, are you angry could be different from what makes another person angry. Yeah. Or you could be well positioned for that. Yeah. Uh, so do your part yep. because that's very, very important. Just do your part. Do what you can yep. uh, in this season. Um, so, yeah, so we're hoping uh, that, you know, you guys could be um, encouraged to pay more attention yep. to the injustices that are happening, yep. you know, around us. Um, so the question is, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, because... When there is an injustice happening, God chooses us to be his plan A mm -hmm. to show that he is good. Uh, yeah. The world will see that God is good through us. Yeah. Uh, the world will see that God cares through us. Mm -hmm. The world will see that God is love through mm -hmm. us. So mm -hmm. what does God want you to do right now? What yep. does God want you to do? Uh, and maybe the first place you can think about is prayer and repentance and just mm -hmm. repenting of your own prejudices, just repenting, um, you know, of uh, you know the things that you yourself have done your own contributions it could be maybe the silence and maybe you're not mm. you know you're, you're not getting involved at all mm. or it could be actually you've contributed to it mm. um, and uh, i think all of us have something to do have something have a part to play in yep. this uh, so whether it's speaking up uh, whether it's actually going and standing uh, with that person yep we've got to go and do it Yep. So let's practice this yep. uh, because God has shown us what is good. And therefore for us is we have to act justly. We have to love mercy yep. and we have to walk humbly uh, with our God. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's uh, pray together. And as, as we'll be uh, even just uh, worshiping God with the last song, just have a think through of these things and uh, and just, you know, uh, and just spend some time to pray. Mm -hmm. uh, let's also just pray for our world uh, mm -hmm. right now uh, with what's happened. Let's pray for our country. Let's pray for our community too. Yep. Yeah. So Kate, do you want to pray? Yep. Yeah. Let's pray. Uh, Almighty Father, Lord God, we pray that you would teach us how we can act justly. Mm. We pray that you would uh, build in our hearts a love for mercy because of what you've done for us that would help us to act justly by treating everybody we come in contact with with kindness. And Lord, we pray that we would walk humbly with you, that we would know you that we would know you are the God who is bringing change and bringing your kingdom in this world. Uh, Lord, we pray uh, as we start doing these things this week that we would see your reign in our world as you bring justice, the love of mercy and humility uh, in the hearts of everybody in the world to bring glory to your name. Mm. We bless you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to the Flatlironge podcast. For more sermons, visit our website at flatchurch.com. And don't forget to subscribe to the Flatlironge YouTube channel and like our Facebook page. Stay blessed.